بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا ابي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى اله الطيبين الطاهرين uh, الحمد لله we are able to start our session and i have received confirmation that you can see me and hear me so very happy to be with you again uh, alhamdulillah recently i received uh, two news one was uh, yesterday uh, in qom uh, we had a visitor from tanzania a sister and she said that uh, she has been following the webinars especially she was saying about the tafsir of surah luqman and she said she also memorized the whole surah luqman after listening to those sessions and the other was uh, when i was in london for muharram uh, a brother said that his uh, parents you know and himself watch this uh, webinar you know, regularly and he was thanking so i thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that um, um, these uh, webinars have been useful and inshallah allah helps us to continue and to improve and i should also thank uh, brother hussein for um, arranging everything in order to have these webinars okay as you remember we reached this part of munajatul uh, zakirin the whispered prayer of those who remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after mentioning few points about the significance of remembrance of allah and how we thank him for being able and being uh, allowed to remember him and then after um, admitting that our remembrance of God is limited now we want to move on to a next part in this monajat which is Ilahi fa'alhimna dhikraka fil khala'i wal mala'a O oh Allah, O oh my Lord, please inspire us to remember you in private and in public, when I am alone and when I am in assemblies. Remembrance of Allah must be not limited to any condition. So. If I only remember Allah when I am with the people, it's not enough. For example, when I'm in the mosque, when I am in company of good people, I remember Allah. But when I am alone, then I forget Allah. I watch bad movies or, for example, bad websites or... I do some sins, I forget Allah, I become, for example, 
harsh with my relatives, my family, this is not good. Just to be remembering Allah when you are in public, it's not enough. Or for example, the, there are people who remember Allah when they are alone. When, but when they come to society, they cannot maintain this remembrance. So he's a very good person when he's alone. But as soon as he goes, goes to the street, he meets, for example, people. As a young boy, when he, for example, meets, you know, some girls in the classroom in university or in place of work. Or, for example, when there are, for example, customers and clients and he forgets everything about being fair, about being honest about uh, remembering Allah in general. Uh, so it's very important to remember Allah in private and in public. Only remember Him in private, which is what some people can better do, is not enough. Or only remember Allah when you are in public, as some other people do, especially in Islamic you know, societies, it's not enough. Um, sometimes you have better chance when you are alone. Sometimes you have better chance when you are in public. If the public life is not very Islamic, so it's difficult to remember Allah in public. If public life is in Islamic environment, it's easier to remember Allah in public, but not necessarily in private. A mu'min is the one who remembers Allah when he is alone and when he is in public. If it is only him and Allah, or it is him and Allah and few people, or it's him and Allah and millions of people, it shouldn't make any difference. When you, for example, have interest in something, whether it be in a crowded place or not, doesn't make difference. For example, if I'm a person who has interest in learning, I love knowledge. Okay, is it that I love knowledge only when I'm at home? Then when I go outside home, I forget. Or when I'm outside, I love knowledge, but if when I'm at home, I don't love knowledge. So if I'm at home for a few days or a few weeks, then I don't try to learn anything. No. If you learn, if you love to learn, then you would do it all the time. If someone loves another person, it's not that the love is limited to certain conditions. If you love your child, you don't love your child when the child is at home or when you are at home. You love him all the time. So when we love Allah and remember Allah, we should learn how to remember him all the time. And because this is something that might not be easy for all people, this is why we ask Allah to inspire us so that we learn how to do it.
إلهي فألهمنا ذكرك في الخلق والملأ We ask him, we request, we beg him to inspire us to remember him because sometimes we are so far or we have so much difficulty that even it doesn't come to my mind but I am very for example busy with my social life I may even forget that I should remember Allah nothing comes to my mind to remind me of this so this is why we ask Allah to keep this idea of remembrance always present in our mind and heart we need his inspiration if he inspires us so we would actively think about it and hopefully maintain it throughout the day and the night whether it is a day or night it doesn't make difference it can be publicly or secretly I remember Allah inshallah as a mu'min I'm saying this I should I should remember Allah as a mu'min in public and in secret if you say I only remember Allah when I'm uh, secret in public I don't want to remember Allah because then for example people may think I'm a good person or maybe I'm worried that I will be doing uh, Riya or sh I'm showing off no you can remember Allah all the time yes you don't need to make it obvious for other people you can remember Allah in your heart and maybe no one knows that you are remembering Allah but actually there are occasions that in public life it's good to tell people that you remember Allah because then you can remind them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you have to be careful if you can maintain your sincerity of intention and purity of intention then it's good to encourage other people by reminding them of the remembrance of Allah but sometimes you don't need to actually say anything that I am remembering Allah so please remember Allah sometimes it's by doing some good actions that remind them of Allah sometimes your very own presence reminds people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when people look at you and look at your character you look at your behavior look at the history of your life when people know about your concerns when people know how much you bother about dunya or how much you are concerned about akhirah these remind them of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so it's good to rem remind you of this beautiful hadith from uh, Prophet Isa ala nabiyyina wa alihi wa salam according to our sources the apostles al-hawariyun the apostles of Isa salam asked him ya ruh Allah or a spirit from God man nujalis 
whom we should take as our companions, with whom we should sit and become friends and, or spend time with them. Prophet Isa according to this hadith said you should make friendship, you should choose as your companions the people who have three qualities. Man the one that reminds you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you look at him. He doesn't need to say, you know, please remember Allah. He doesn't need to say, I am myself remembering Allah, so please you too also remember Allah. When you look at him, you are reminded of Allah subhanahu this can be uh, sometimes because of the character, sometimes can be because of the appearance, hopefully it should be because of both. So for example, a lady who is mu'mina, who is a believer and has hijab, her hijab reminds people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is something that religious people who are devoted to Allah observe. This is the dress of honor that Allah has given to a lady. So just the fact that you are wearing hijab reminds people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine you are walking on the street and you are reminding people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How good it is. So you are doing kind of mo'eza and preaching even without saying anything of course if people know of your character and that how this lady with hijab is a very good person then it would be much more effective or for example if I have uh, my imama, my turban and a cloak then this reminds people of Allah, of Rasulullah, of ulama. This is good. But much more important than this, if it's my character that reminds people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's very bad if my character contradicts my appearance. So I have a turban of Rasulullah, but character of Abu Sufyan or Muawiyah this is very bad but hopefully I'm not that bad none of us hopefully is that bad and none of us is stuck or frozen we are all in journey and inshallah we try always to become better so that not only I myself remembering Allah but I also would help other people to remember Allah, inshallah. So Prophet Isa said, the very first thing is, Man The one who is so good that when you, remember, uh, when you look at him, you remember Allah. So seeing him reminds you of Allah. And second, يَزِيدُ When he speaks, his speech increases your knowledge. 
He is not wasting your time. If he says something, you learn. You, your knowledge is increased. He tells you of Quran, of Hadith, of morality, of wisdom. Maybe gives you advice on daily life. Different things. But basically, you learn from him. It's not that he puts doubts in your mind. He confuses you. Or he wastes you, your time. If someone wastes your time, is not a good friend. Even if you are able to laugh with him, you know, and you know, to enjoy yourself. This is not good. There are people who are good, you know, in making you all the time, you know, laughing and entertain you. But this is not necessarily a good friend. A good friend is the one that reminds you of Allah, increases your knowledge when he speaks. His actions encourage you and motivate you to work for your Akhirah. When you see that he is spending his time and energy for Akhirah, you are motivated to do the same. There are people that they don't have any orientation in life or they are oriented towards dunya. When you sit with them, even for a few minutes, they talk about dunya. Everything is dunya. Everything is money. Everything is business. Everything is, I don't know, property. Everything is, for example, uh, how many uh, employees they have, how many, I don't know, uh, stocks they have, so on and so forth. No. We need some friends that when we look at them, we are reminded of our eternal journey. You know, if you are a student who has a very important exam in front, he loves to be with people, with students who are studying, who are nice. Therefore, when he looks at them and sees that they are studying, he would be encouraged. But if you have a friend that never studies, before exam he watches movie and you know goes with the boys or boys and girls you know outside and you know waste the time, does now the bad things wrong. So if you have such a friend just before that important exam, is it helpful? Does it give you more energy, more orientation, more support, more motivation? No. So we have this eternal journey ahead of us and something which is very useful, very beneficial is to be with the people that they are more prepared for this journey. So by looking at them we can learn, by looking at them we can be inspired, by looking at them we can be motivated. This is very good. Hopefully you have such people in your house. Your father, your mother, grandfather, grandmother, I don't know, cousin, uh, sometimes, sometimes nephew, niece, wife, husband, children. There are people who are reminded of God because of the children, alhamdulillah. 
there are children who are reminded of God because of their parents. Sometimes, actually many times, ladies are very pious and their husbands are reminded of God because of them, if they really appreciate. Sometimes can be opposite. So ideally, there would be someone very near to us who reminds of, uh, us of Allah and we should appreciate. Sometimes it's not in the house, sometimes it's in the fa extended family, sometimes the community, sometimes maybe someone in another part of the world. We have a friend, we are in touch with a friend. So there are different possibilities, but all of us need to be in touch with such people. We are very uh, easily forgetting things. We are very easily being affected by the environment if we are not careful, if we are not in touch with good people. It makes life very easy if you have good companions. You know, imagine in your very uh, normal trips, which is not comparable to the trip to Akhira. In a normal trip, you want to go from one part of the world with plane, not walking even, you know, with plane, which is the easiest way. Eight hour flight, ten hours flight, twelve hours flight, nothing more than that. It's not a journey for years or eternity. Even for 10 hours flight, if the one who is sitting next to you annoys you, keeps saying useless things or things that bother you and annoy you and hurt you, the journey becomes very difficult. Or even if you are alone, it's difficult. But if there is someone with you, who knows you and you know him, you trust him, he's a good person, a kind person, a nice person, a person that you love to listen, a person that you love to have conversation with, a person that when you look at him, he reminds you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the journey becomes very sweet. Not only you don't feel tired sometimes you know you don't feel time at all 10 hours is like one hour so in our journey towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we also need to be with good friends and companions who remember Allah and help help us to remember Allah so you should try to find such people and you should also try to be such person for other people so it's good to remember Allah in public so that it encourages other people and also definitely when we are alone and in secret because we are not remembering Allah for the sake of people we are remembering Allah for the sake of Allah and whether we are alone or not we should always remember Him in the times of ease and prosperity, which is Sarra, when everything is nice, everything is going smoothly, no problem. Wadbara, when there is adversity, difficulty, poverty, illness, loneliness. In all circumstances, we should remember Allah subhanahu 
wa ta'ala indeed there are people for whom remembering Allah at difficult times is easier as soon as the things are going smoothly they have no problem then they forget Allah when they are poor they remember Allah they are always in the mosque when they are rich they forget Allah when they are poor they are kind they are sympathetic to people but when they become rich they become very hard-hearted and not thinking about poor people okay we have such people but also we have people that when they are rich they remember Allah if they become poor then they forget Allah they start complaining when they are healthy they are okay but when they become ill they have problems they think why Allah has made me ill why Allah has not helped me they forget Allah a mu'min is the one who remembers Allah all the time in Sarra and in Barra in the times of convenience and happiness and joy and prosperity and ease and in the times of difficulties and suffering and pain and adversity he always remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala she always remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَآنِسْنَا بِالذِّكْرِ الْخَفِيِّ Please make us intimate with silent remembrance, with hidden remembrance, something which is between me and you. I'm not always with people. There are times that I am alone. Or even when I'm with people, there are times that I want to have my private remembrance of Allah. In some of the discussions that we had before about the spirituality, I said that there is a chance of having your privacy even when you go to public. People look at you, they see you driving, walking, selling, buying. But in your heart, you think Allah, about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you remember Him. This is quite possible. You can drive carefully and at the same time think about something. The people who have no experience, maybe then it's difficult for them to concentrate. But a mu'min can concentrate and at the same time remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, whether we are alone or not, we should have this private, constant remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah should give us this experience and help us to get used to this. So, this is why we say, we're honest now. It is let us be intimate, let us be acquainted with uns. Once means to be very close, very intimate with something. Uh, we're very used to something. 
So please make us intimate with silent remembrance. وَاسْتَعْمِلْنَا بِالْعَمَلِ الزَّكِيِّ And of course, the one who is busy with remembering Allah cannot do bad actions. Remembrance of Allah makes you able and motivated to do good things. If we are doing bad things, it means that we don't remember Allah in our heart. We have many, many hadith that explains the meaning of remembrance, the nature of remembrance. And according to some of the hadith, remembrance of Allah is not just to say Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Wa La Ilaha Illallah, Allahu Akbar, which is good, but this is not enough. Dhikrullah Azza wa Jal fi kulla hal, and especially. At the time you meet, you face haram. So just to say subhanallah and do haram is not good. I say subhanallah and then I backbite. I say subhanallah and then I accuse an innocent person of something that he has never done. Or even if he has done, I should not say this to other people. So, remembrance of Allah in the most, um, I can say, accurate way is understood as orienting yourself towards Allah, exposing yourself to the light which comes from Allah, and therefore your actions must be different from someone who forgets Allah. You should have amal zaki you have, should have pure, nice, actions so we ask Allah to give us and to actually use us please use us employ us or use us in purified deeds all people are making efforts more or less but they're all making efforts even for their survival they have to make efforts so it's good if these efforts are done in the way that they are pleasing to Allah. A person who remembers Allah is doing something that would be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, I stop here. I would like to receive your questions and inshallah uh, we will continue with the rest uh, next week inshallah. So if you have any question, please uh, put it forward. Yes. Uh, we have already one question. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Salamun alaykum, Shaykh. Alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullah. Can you give us examples of how you can remember Allah in public? Yes. Part of it is verbal remembrance of Allah. So when you are in public, you can say salawat, you can say la ilaha illallah in your heart or on your time. It depends. La ilaha illallah is something that you can say even no one you know would feel that you are saying la ilaha illallah. It doesn't need that much uh, opening and closing of your uh, mouth and you know it's a special uh, remembrance which is very easy. But you can remember in your heart. You can have something which reminds you of Allah. You can have Quran with you 
and think of the Quran, look at the Quran, have a picture with the names of Allah, with a chapter of the Quran in front of you and think about it. Uh, you can think about how to be a better person, how to be a good Muslim, how to be a better member of community, how to be a better father or mother or brother or sister or child. All are members of Allah. So what is important is that we shouldn't be in an idle situation. We should be actively thinking of good, trying to do good. This is members of Allah because Allah is the absolute good. So this orientation is very important. If you say good things, if you do good things for the sake of Allah, this is remembrance of Allah. So it's not very difficult. Indeed, it's very difficult to forget Allah. For us, the most natural thing is to remember Allah. But unfortunately, sometimes because of so many uh, years of training, and how to forget Allah, now forgetting Allah has become easier for us. Otherwise, the most natural thing for a person is to remember Allah. You know, is it possible for us to forget ourselves? No. The Quran says, forgetting Allah is like forgetting yourself. Do not be like the people who forgot Allah and Allah made them forget themselves. So if I remember myself, I remember Allah. Uh, we have to exercise, we have to practice so that we can gain this back. We can obtain it back. A child who is one year old, two years old, three years old, to think of his mother or father is very natural. Even if mother, you know, wants to leave him for a few minutes, he starts crying. He says, you have to be with me. Even when he wants to go to sleep, once his father or mother be next to him. If in the middle of the night opens his or her eyes and the father or mother is not there, she is worried, she starts crying. So we should be the same with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we are awake, we want to be in his presence. When we go to sleep, we want to be in his presence. Even in the middle of my sleeping, I want to be sure that Allah is watching me and I'm connected to him. Question two. You said it's good to remember Allah in both good and bad times. In reality, when it's more difficult to remember Allah is good or bad time. It depends on some people, some people's personality. For most of people, when they are free from difficulties, they forget Allah. There is such a tendency, there is no necessity, but such a tendency that man, when he is free from need, becomes inordinate, goes out of the boundaries. Uh, so you see, this is why you see that the people who have money, position, fame, power, many cases, I'm not saying all of them, but in many cases they become different person in the bad way, not in a better way.
before having power, before having fame, before having lots of money, they are good people. After that, they change. But there are people that when they are normal, they are okay. But when they are poor, they do all the bad things. So there is no fixed pattern. For many people, being in a very convenient situation makes them forget. Because they take things for granted and they forget that this is coming from Allah. They forget Allah. But for some people, it's better if they are in good condition. Because if they are in bad condition, they lose their hope, they lose their iman, they start complaining and nagging. There is a hadith of Qudsi which says, Some of my servants, they are only good when they are rich. If I make them poor, I have destroyed them. And some of my people, they are good when they are poor. If I make them rich, I have destroyed them. Only to be rich is good. If I make them poor, they are finished. But for some of my servants, faqr is the best thing. If I make them rich, I have destroyed them. So people are different. We should try to be a person that is good all the time. Whether he's poor or rich, it doesn't make difference. Okay, I think we, that was our last question. And our time is over. So again, I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us this opportunity for me to start my day with these reflections and for you to end your day with these reflections. May Allah keep us always able to remember him and to be in company of good people. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to be always a voice of goodness, a voice of remembrance of Allah, a voice of encouragement for other people to be good. And inshallah in public and in private, we should be able to be always oriented towards Allah, which is the source of kindness and truth and beauty and light and all the inspirations and wisdom. May Allah be with you and support you and your fam family and community. And please remember us your dua. And very much looking forward to seeing you, inshallah, next week. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.